0: For those who don't know me, I'm Terry. Um, Keith and I uh, went over to Uganda for three weeks to um, have a look and see all the things that we're doing over there and to bring some more teaching and lots of different things, which I'll go through. Um, You know, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world uh, that he sent his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. And that's the message we have here, and that's the message we have in Uganda and wherever we go. And so we have a lot of wonderful things to go through today. I'm not going to um, talk very much, actually, if I can avoid it, um, because I've got, I think, 62 photos and videos to run through. I think it's the best way for everyone to get a real understanding of what it's like over there. Those that have been there will know. I see Russell and Joe over there. They've been there last with, on one of my visits. Um, And a lot of you have been there, so you will know what I mean. Uh, I'm going to start today, I want to talk firstly um, about Pastor Paul. What happened was my phone, which is a brand new iPhone 14, um, uh, got the black screen of death when I was in Uganda and uh, and just stopped working for, for two days. And I had to get another phone and I had to, and so I've lost a heap of photos. And one of the places I went was Pastor Paul and his place. And um, I haven't got photos from there, so I just want to talk about him for a minute. Uh, If you get the black screen of death, come and see me because I worked out how to fix it. Um, It's a a YouTube video. You can fix anything with a YouTube video. Um, Pastor Paul, you might remember last time, he's about this big and Keith looks tall, went next to him. And so Keith's really happy to go and see Pastor Paul, but we went and saw Pastor Paul. I told you last time that he is a part, one of our nine pastors now, and he lived or lives in a lived in a small one bedroom hut uh, with his wife and his ten children. And so that doesn't sound too bad, but when you look at one bedroom, it's not real big. And so what we did after the last visit was we we were able to with the generosity of everyone here, we're able to buy some land where he now has built a church and then his home at the back on this land. So he doesn't have to pay rent for the church, doesn't have to pay rent for his home. You know, he's happy as Larry now. And he's now got a two-bedroom house, um, which is not still not very big. We sat in one room, which is the sitting room, and the five of us just fitted in there. And then we had a look behind in the other room and it was basically one room with a curtain down the middle and where he, uh, him and his wife sleep on one side and the, all the children sleep on the other side and I don't know how they fit in there seriously and it's you know it's, a, it's just made of mud and reeds. Uh, we bought the tin for the roof so he was very grateful for that and we're still raising money now for the tin for the roof of the, of the church. Um, the reason it was a special visit was because when we went after the service, we went and sat in their house to talk to him about what his wish list was and the things that he wanted to achieve going forward and he, his wife started talking and obviously threw an interpreter to us and she started crying and, uh, and then Pastor Paul started crying and then Bishop Keith started crying and then I started crying and then everyone was crying. And even Ivan, who's one of our Ugandan pastors over there, who's the principal of our Bible school, he, got, he was that bad he had to go out of the room. So it was, it was quite an emotional time. And the reason they got, they got emotional was because they were so grateful to God for what God had provided. They, they'd provide, he'd provided them with a house with two rooms. But they were so grateful. And the other thing was that Annette, who had actually earlier in late last year got quite sick, uh, she had to go to hospital last year and they reached out to us because, or one of the bishops reached out to us because she had no money to go to hospital and that's a very common occurrence in Uganda. And so we were able to send her a little bit of money so she could go to hospital and she was, she was crying because she's telling us that she went to hospital and she got treated like a human being. Um, normally when you go to hospital, you don't get treated by, like a human being if you can't pay, but she was treated like a human being and she said she was, she was eating rich people's food, she thought, in hospital. And it was just amazing. Like, And they're crying and crying and Paul's crying and they're just, just constantly talking about how grateful they are to God for um, being so faithful to them. So uh, Paul's going really well. That church is going really well. That's one of our nine. So now I'll go back to the start. So the start of our trip, um, you might remember if Two or three months ago we had Sam Childers here, the machine gun preacher from America, and uh, he preached here, preached a great message, and we had a lot of things happen after that message, some miracles within the church and um, and it was wonderful so we, we we told him that we were heading over, and he said, "Come over, uh, come come and see me in Kampala, but when we got there he wasn 't in Kampala, he was up at his farm, and he said, "Come up and see me at my farm so the, our first trip was up to Sam Childers on his farm. So, Ryan, can you just put that first video up? I think you might have seen this one. Eh?
1: No head when you're hey, hey, everybody. How are you? So we're at Sam's house again. I was going to say, um, you guys, when Sam was with us, who you know gave uh, money to bless his ministry, I've got to tell you, that is the best investment you've ever made. We are so impressed to see the work that Sam has done. Uh, absolute honor to be with him. Sam?
2: Hey there, everyone. I want to say thank you for the time that you've given me in Australia. It was a beautiful time. I want to say thank you for the opportunity of being able to share a message. But here, the next uh, day or so, while the team is here, they're going to come back with pictures. And I want you to realize that this entire farm is run nonprofit. Just this year at Christmas time, we gave away over 50 ton of rice. Now imagine a project like that. And most of all, imagine being involved in it. And you are. Mm-hmm. We fed on Christmas Day over 10,000 meals. Mm-hmm. Not, no, excuse me, not meals, people on Christmas Day. We feed over 10,000 meals every day. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit of our work. I want to say thank you for sending your pastor. Sending one of the deacons from your church. Thank you for sending them so they can be out here looking into what's going on. Maybe getting some ideas and maybe also getting some ideas to do some more support. Thank you and God bless. Here's the cool thing. We're working on Sam to come back. And also he's
1: uh, created created the possibility that we can bring you guys here. So have a think about that. Awesome.
0: God
2: bless.
0: Sam's, a, a, um, you've got to get past the typical Americanism of Sam. He uh, talks a hell of a lot. Um, but he is a fair, fair income genuine fellow and he loves God and he does some amazing things over there with his angels of East Africa. And uh, he's been living there now for 27 years, uh, which is a pretty amazing thing. He's a Ugandan citizen. He's married a Ugandan lady. And um, we had a blessing at the end of the trip. We went out for dinner. With Sam in Kampala and um, he paid for the dinner which is first time someone shouted me dinner which is great and uh, and um, he his wife wants to have a child and so Keith um, and Pika actually both have skills in praying for people and they end up getting pregnant so we had the blessing of being able to pray for her um, on the last night our second last night in Kampala and so we're we're waiting to hear that she's pregnant I'm sure she is. Um, I'll go on to the, our second video and just have a quick look at this. This is Keith. You might have seen this too. Yeah, yeah, sure. not yeah. yeah. Hey, so uh, having a dip
1: the, at the farm, <laughs> Sam's farm, very nice. Disappointed, Ivan, the river boy won't
2: come in. Never mind. City boy. Yeah, city boy is a bit soft, but it's coming <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. so that's Keith the funny funny thing about that was um after he got out we found out why the guy was standing there with a spear not because he wanted to spear the mazungu, but because there's crocodiles in that water and uh and and pythons and uh, they said the biggest python they'd seen, I think it was 18 feet or something, the biggest python they'd seen down there. So that guy was there just in case. And when we went down to um, Kampala, Sam reckons that one of, his, um, one of his workers got bitten by a croc down there in the last week. So <laughs> Keith, Keith was quite surprised. He said, I probably wouldn't have gone swimming. Anyway, um, do you want to wake the next one up, Ryan? I think this is just a picture of Sunset from the farm from the farmhouse. You can see um, solar panels there. There's no power at the farm. This is like seven hours north of Kampala where the farm is and it's very remote. And uh, I had the worst night there that night because, um, because there's no power, there's no fans or anything and it was boiling hot and I just sweated all night. Keith slept on the other um, side of the house and had his window open. I had my window open, but the wind was coming from his way, so he had a beautiful breeze. My side, nothing. So that was the worst night. Um, That's just the team, us at the farm. The guy, the dark guy is um, Ivan. He's our principal of our Bible college over there and um, very, very smart guy. Uh, So that was really good. And just the next one, Ryan. Um, This is Sam's truck stop. He's got this in the middle of nowhere, but it's a truck stop and a whole heap of accommodation. We stayed there the first night we went up there. uh, And he's believing there's a lot of trucks that go through that way. They're heading off, I I think, through to um, Somalia or somewhere. Um, But anyway, he's, he's making... He's planning on making a lot of money out of that. The next one, Ryan. So this... This is the Nile River... Um, as you, a lot of you might know, the Nile has its source in Uganda, or one one stretch, I think it's the Blue Nile, um, that goes out to the Mediterranean Sea, starts in um, Jinja in Uganda. And this is... We had to cross over the Nile River, so that was, that was interesting. Do you want to put the next one up, Ryan? Now, this is Bishop John's two boys, or two, two of his boys, um, Solomon and Barnabas. Solomon, who's on the, that side, he um, actually is deaf, he's been deaf since birth, uh, and I've got a video coming up soon, where at one of the Sunday services, uh, he and his brothers got up and did a, they, they call themselves the Jesus Superdancers, and, uh, <laughs> and they got up and did a dance, and they were really good, you wouldn't think, and you'll have to try and pick out which one's deaf when you see that. Uh, the next one's a bit, uh, we get to the Bible College. Oh, no, hang on. And the next one is the T-shirt team. So those Ignite Life T-shirts, both mine and Keith's are still in Uganda because they all say, can we have a T-shirt, can we have a T-shirt? So two of, them, two of the other pastors have got our t shirts so we'll have to get some more. Um, but that's Ivan again and Bishop John in between Keith and I, who's our main guy at Gwerri Village. He runs the school and also the church there. Uh, The next one. So this is our mission house. This is our mission house. It's been built. Not quite finished, but the outside's pretty much done. It's looking pretty good. You can probably hear in the background that the Bible College uh, pastors are all worshipping before Bible College today. So that's, that's the... Mission House, and then this house here is Pastor John's house, which is just right next to our school. If I come up the hill here, you'll be able to see his house. You can see in the front yard he's making some bricks, it's a brick kiln that he'll make fire the bricks inside. Here's Bishop Keith having a lot. And then there is our school. Right, next door. We've got a fence happening that will eventually go all the way around, the whole compound. And, uh, yeah, people who come and stay in the Mission House will be staying right there. Yep. I love the way these kids do this with their there's john's son adonai michael So hey this is pastor joseph's son solomon say hi hey. yeah. okay that'll do that one <laughs> I just wanted to show you that because it gives you a good vision of where our mission house is, where it's situated next to John's house, which is right next to our school. Everyone who's been to the school will will remember that. Um, The mission house, thanks to the generosity again of people here we've built, it's for people who want to go over to Uganda and spend some time there doing ministry or Whatever. Um, and certainly will be used by our team when they come up from Kampala for the Bible College as well. So next time Keith and I go there, we'll be staying in that house. So it's not going to cost us accommodation anymore when we're staying up in Fort Portal, which is fantastic. Um, I think, yeah, the next few videos are around our Bible College. Our Bible College, I've come back again this time thinking it's nearly probably the most important thing that we do over there um, because... Everywhere we went, all the other churches and schools and everything, there was just people who had been through our Bible college in nearly every place we went. This Bible college we had now, there was about 40 or 50 of them. And some of them were from on the, near the border of Rwanda. They'd come that far to come to our Bible school. I think we're the only Bible school in Uganda that's free for the pastors. And most of them just can't afford to go to school, to, to go to Bible college. So we're providing a very essential Um, need over there so maybe can we just play the first one I think it's Keith with some students
1: Hey guys at home how are you Terry and I here with our Bible school here in uh, Robagunda or Greary and uh, these are these wonderful amazing people who are attending our Bible school and uh, they're going to send you a a little hallelujah back to you guys are you ready on the count of three One, two, three! Hallelujah! See guys, that's how you say hallelujah. Bless you
0: guys. Uh, Take care at home. Uh, Now the next two videos, one's of um, Keith doing some preaching at the Bible College, the next one after that is Ivan doing some preaching. So we might just go through those quickly.
1: Not give his <laughs> <and> <clears throat> he will not give his abundance to lawyers <laughs> and chiefs. He will not give his abundance to the greedy people. To the greedy.
3: <laughs> he will
1: give his double
3: blessings. <laughs> to
0: Just go to the next one there, Rona.
3: I was a fornicator. Yes! And I'm not the same it. Because, because I'm not anymore. anymore. I'm, I'm no longer that person. I, I was a pollinator. I used to drink. 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 I smoked sometimes. I did every kind of thing. I used to steal. I used to do all these things. My mother was a believer. She preached to me every day. But she never managed to change me. It, it is God.
0: That'll do that one too, Ryan. Um, that one was funny because that one, um, just when I turned it on, um, Ivan goes, "I was a fornicator," and he's carrying on. And I told him that I had that video, and he he was scared; he didn't want me to show it to anybody, but uh, but I did. And um, Keith <laughs> showed it to as many people as I could. And then um, Keith was preaching from the prayer of Jabez, actually, and uh, talking about a double blessing. But he was also talking about at the end of that, um, Jabez praised that he would not cause any pain. And so he was trying to teach these guys that the first job of a preacher is not to cause pain to anyone, you know, um, because sometimes some of the teaching over in Uganda is not great. And so that's why our Bible college is so important. They can be quite harsh pastors, you know, the old law thing, you know, that if someone's doing the wrong thing in their congregation, well, you know, they get right down on them rather than, teaching and showing forgiveness and all that, that we know it's the love of God that changes people, not anything else. So our Bible college, very, very important. Um, what's the next one? I, I think we've done the next one, which was the worship. Um, and maybe just play the next 14, if you can, please.
1: I think Bible college give it away? Amen. Hallelujah.
0: Amen. So I'm going to pray a blessing over you. Amen. I encourage you Amen. take home in your heart the things God has spoken to you. Amen. Amen. Might stop that one there too, Ryan, in the interest of time. Um, I've got a lot of things to get through, so I just wanted to show you. But that, that's the end of the Bible college. That was Keith just doing a final blessing over all of the pastors. And um, they went on their way. It, was, goes, it goes for three days, I think four times a year. They get together. Um, now, this, the next thing that we went to was a starting of a new church in a, in a quite a large town called um, Chenjojo. And uh, this was Pastor Elias, that, who runs a school in that area, um, but about an hour away from the main town. But his father actually has a church across the road from his school so he didn't want to start his own church in that area so he's gone an hour away to Chinjojo to start um, to start the church and you'll find this really funny because the type of things they do to start a church is a lot different to the way we do it Um, the first thing we had to do was do a march through town so we might just play the, the first show the first couple that's the Ignite banner that they had for their church and have a listen to the next one First march I've ever been on through a town. That was interesting, and we did go right through the centre of town. It went for probably maybe three or four kilometres. We walked for. So that was um, that was the march, and then we had the launch, which went for about four hours. Uh, it was, and I've got, uh, I think I've got a few videos of, of that, so maybe just play the next one, right? I
3: don't know. I don't know.
0: I John with his wife Alice and their last little daughter Isabella um, at the launch. The the guy before that was Pastor Elias who he was preaching he's the the new pastor of Ignite Life in Chen Jojo next one Ryan probably enough of that one go the next one oh we had a cake you've got to have a cake because you're launching a church <laughs> keep going yeah everyone had to put their hand on the knife cut the cake <laughs> next one yeah cut the cake it's like a wedding isn't it uh and maybe one more That uh, you, you you just got to smile when you see that, don't you? It's quite funny. Now, multiply that by about ten more dancers and singers, and that's pretty much what we sat through. Uh, it was a long time. But anyway, it was good. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, we've done the cake, we've done the cake, we've done the launch. Okay. okay. So, I might, just before you play this one, Ryan, this is... Elias, the reason I really love Elias, who's our latest pastor, is that he also started a school himself. He's got about 120 or 30 students at that school. Um, and he's built everything himself. And then on top of that, he runs a business, uh, an a, a organisation called Comfort Africa. And what he does with that is he gets money from wherever he can get it and he buys wheelchairs, he buys, um, you know... Wh- I've seen a whole heap of people over there walking on their hands because their legs don't work. And, you know, I, remember, I think I told you last time there was a girl we bought a wheelchair for who he just saw along the road one day going to school and she was in her school uniform but it was all dusty and dirty because she was walking on along the road on her hands, just dragging her body. And um, we bought her a wheelchair. And so he does all this type of thing. So when someone, you know, needs hospital care and they can't afford to pay for it, he organises it. So he's just always doing something to help his fellow man. And so I love him for that. Um, this is a video of uh, a couple. The guy, Isaiah, had a really bad accident and basically broke most of his bones in his body. And um, we were able to help him from here. And this is just him interview, being interviewed.
3: Okay. Yes, thank you very much, Papa Terry. This is Vasilias, Comfort Africa we thank god for all of you that doing that are doing the work of god the good work in helping the disabled those people that have need for medic medically we have made those with hernia to be operated we have made those without wheelchairs have received wheelchairs we have got uh, one of them mm. whom recently got operated of this he got a terrible accident and got wrecked most of his parts of the bodies mm. Finally, he was uh, was treated and got healed, but the ear remained a cancer of a, a big hole through the bones, the jaw bone, which refused to get healed all the hospitals around. But when Papa Terry delivered some dollar, something, we had to move, that actually became a miracle money. Yes, he said that it became a finishing of his... Life to be better. So it healed him. He's now okay. You, you see? He, yeah. he, he dropped he it dropped pass. Pass every time it could be flowing from up here. And so the, give names. Yeah. He's Isaiah. Isaiah. Isaiah, Isaiah who? Mutatangwa. Mutatangwa Isaiah. And what? His, yeah. and wife? his eh? wife? The wife? Can you remember Came- Grace? Grace. Thank you very much for helping them. Keep on that
0: good work. <laughs> uh, um, Elias has an infectious smile too. He always smiles like that, and his life is not uh, um, a rose garden. I can tell you, he went through a very difficult childhood, and um, he had to grow up early. And um, but he, you know, got saved and and turned around by by finding God and. His life is just one big life of helping people um, in every way he can. So he's an amazing guy that we need to help as well. <laughs> There's lots of people we need to help over there. Um, the next one, where am I? Okay, so these next few videos uh, and photos are all to do with Elias's school. We went and visited his school. It's called the Horeb Horob Nursery and Primary School. It's not far from where um, Pastor Ruben's school is, and not far where, from Pastor Emma's school. But um, we might just play those videos if we can, please, Ryan. You'll see this school here is—it's—they've got one brick building there. It's little, but all these are old wooden buildings, and they're—they're they're probably not going to last too long. So we're going to have to do something one of these days.
1: Hi everybody at home, how are you? We are so blessed here in Uganda. Uh, We're here with Pastor Elias and also Deuce. Deuce is the uh, head teacher and Pastor Elias is the main visionary here with this school and also Pastor Elias is the pastor of our new church in Queen Jojo. Anyway, Pastor Wallace, tell us the future of the school. Tell us about the school.
0: So,
3: thank you very much. Uh, pastor Elias, Chen Town Ignite Life Ministries Church. I am also privileged to thank you for everything that you have been doing. Dear Australians, you have done a very great work to Uganda. Uh, also, including Horeb Nasser and Primary School. So, our school has been existing as well as it has been having some some hand from Ignite Life Ministries. Actually, would have fallen off, but we have hopes of going forward. However, we have some need of replacing the structures, the wooden structures, because they are giving some limited time to understand. this, we are Each and everyone there that has the heart to continue with us as we can help an African child, as we can help uh, an African non privileged come and stand with us to support their people. Just
1: over there is um, a strip of land that um, can help expand the school. In our our money, in Australian money, it's around 3,000 Australian dollars, which would really help the school. That's wonderful. Where they could begin to build uh, new solid classrooms. The school's going through registration at the moment. Uh, they've done a remarkable job this far. Absolutely remarkable. Um, carved this out of really nothing. But, you know, we're hopeful someone at home, one of you guys can help. Thank you.
0: Yeah, so that's their school. And, um, yeah, we are... Going to be trying to raise some money for um, that school next, probably. Um, We also you have to have a welcome song when you come to the school. So the next video, I think, is a welcome song from some of the kids. No cake. Enough of that
3: one.
0: Um, so they were, they were pretty cute. Um, I don't think the school had actually started, but I think he just arranged for these kids to come in early to, to do that for us. But um, I love that they say, you know, had comfort at the ball. <laughs> that's quite funny. Uh, the next picture, I think, is just a picture, is it? The next one? Yeah, so that's a typical classroom in their wooden rooms. So, yeah, they need a bit of help, probably dirt floor still. So um, anyway, we'll work on that. And the next one I think is just a farewell when they were saying goodbye to us. And the next one after that I think is, yeah, we got a chicken. (laughs) We got a chicken. I think over the whole trip we got, Keith got four roosters and a chicken. I got a chicken, a rabbit and a duck. I got a duck (laughs) at the end. And Keith got a goat, I think. He got two goats as well. So, uh, yeah, but I said to Keith, you know, the good thing about this is that, because Keith's considered a bishop over there, because you're, you're a bishop if you're in control of more than one church, and of course he's got a whole heap of churches, and so he's a bishop, and when a bishop visits your church, you need to give them something, give them a gift, and I said, you know, it's a good thing that we are going here, because I think it shows that not many bishops go and visit all their churches. And that's what we decided when we, last time we went, actually, we decided every time we go, we'll go and visit every church. So we went to nine churches and four schools and um, a lot of other stuff. So uh, I think that's the end of Elias. The next two pictures and a video are about some land that we bought over there to try and help Elias and that school um, and he's, building a, he's built a grain store on it. Can you put that one up? That's the inside of the grain store. He's just got to um, do a bit, a bit more work to finish it off. But basically he's, he buys grain at the end of the um, season when, the, when it's cheap to buy and then he stores it in here and then later on in the year when Uganda's sold a lot of their grain off to other neighbouring countries, the price goes up quite a bit and then he sells it and um, makes a profit and it helps him fund his school and the likes. And he's also, that's the grain store, it's quite big. And then the next video shows you the actual land that we've got there. It's about two and a half acres, I think. Do you want to play that one, Ryan, please? Beautiful country, you can see. This is the Ignite land that we have bought in Quimbalgo District. Township, whatever you call it. So, yeah, there's about two and a half acres of land here that we have. And this is the grain store that Elias has built on this land to store grain. Yeah, so um, thank you to everyone that contributed towards that as well. You can see that there's a lot of things we're trying to do. What, What we're trying to do more than anything is make them make them self-sustaining so that they're not relying upon money from the west um, but it does take a bit of work to get them to that level where um, they can be self-sustaining so one of our strategies is to do some business over there that so they can make money um the next place we went was um to Reuben sunday rubens church he's one of our pastors as well so maybe can we just play the welcome next one Start them very early, learning how to dance over there. want to go to the next one, Ryan. Oh, this is Keith getting one of his roosters. This is from one of the elders, um, uh, Gregory, lovely fellow. And the next one, I think that's one of my that's my chicken. (laughs) Uh, So what we're doing with all these animals, we're taking them back to Gwerry, to the school there, and um, we're starting to teach all the students. Agriculture, basically, and we're going to have grow rabbits, breed rabbits, breed chickens, breed goats, and do all these types of things. Um, okay. So, all right. So uh, this is now we're moving on to the. This is Sunday Rubens School. And this is where we have to thank Eva May Foundation. Um, Thank you, Alistair, Pauline and Glennis for being here today. Wonderful. And Dale. Um, uh, This has been... This was an amazing thing. This video goes for nine minutes, but I think it's worth playing it just so you can all see exactly what's been built just recently for the children at his school. So, Alistair and Glennis, this is the boundary of our land right here on this road and the land goes further that way. But this is the building here that's being built. So I'll just walk down and we shall look. The roof looks good. Look at the view around here, a beautiful view. Across over there, you can see beautiful farmland. We shall walk down. This is Pastor Elias here, That you have he's carrying my bag for me, we've just been to his school as well, uh, which is blessing. a blessing, yes, and here's another school. The head teacher now. The head teacher. He's the head teacher of this school. What's your name?
3: Jared. Jared. Yes.
0: Nice to meet you. Yeah, welcome. Just taking a video for the people who <laughs> sponsored this school. Looks wonderful. Wow. There's lots of room. And then we have this other building over here, which also is quite large and well built. Well, that was built from, um, from trees off Elias's land that we bought, um, that Ignite bought over there, and he harvested some trees so they could build that. Let's go forward. So the guys are still busy working on it. I think school starts in maybe one or two weeks. Yeah, it looks great. A couple of solar on the roof there. Just a bit bigger. There we go. Grabbing. I might stop that one there, Ryan, just so, in the interest I'm of time. Um, I'll give that video to you, Alistair, when, I, when it comes out. But um, there's more... Uh, the next one, do you want to just play the next one, Ryan?
1: Everybody, how are you? We are here at Galileo, uh Nursery and Primary School, Ignite uh, Nursery and Primary School. And uh, I'm here with the two men that have really been significant in helping us come to pass, in particular, Pastor Reuben, Pastor Elias over here. And Pastor Ruben, tell us.
3: Oh, we bless the Lord, Papa, for this building of Ignite life. Nasaland and Primary School, Galilee. We bless the Lord for all the support and for all the funds. This is what we have managed to do because of your support. And we really bless the Lord for the work done. We hope it's going to be wonderful and tremendous for this community because every other they have acquired, they're going to acquire the education services in mm. the near press. They had no school here, mm. so we bless the Lord for that,
1: Papa. Mm. And Wonderful. we've got representatives that have been here from the government are so happy that we're here to help. Tell them how many you're expecting for the role for this first term.
3: For this time around, the enrollment we are hoping to have around 400 pupils according to how... We have, registered. we have been registering in this holiday, so we have managed to get that number. If all 400. come, 400 <laughs> yeah. children.
1: Flinis, Eva May Foundation, think about the children that you guys through your generosity at yeah. night. How many children were able to help you? Isn't that amazing? That's so fantastic.
0: <laughs> Just play the next one, please. Okay, Glenis, Alistair, Eva May Foundation, Ignite Life Church, Yarrawonga, Australia. This is the foundation stone on this new school building that you guys have so generously supported. Mm -hmm. So, three, two, one.
3: The building was established by government, Foundation and Ignite Light Ministries Uganda
0: from November 2022. How good is that? Awesome. Amen. That's it, awesome. Yeah, amazing. Thank you once again, guys. It was, uh, and there's more to come. I'm sure there's... Uh, I, They said 400 kids, but actually, to be honest, we've been trying to tell all of our pastors not to chase too many children because every time they get two children, there's one that can't afford to pay. And so the cost of maintaining the school and paying the teachers um, can get out of control and they just expect us to have the funds to help. So we're saying just limit your role to something reasonable so that we can support and then in the future you you can start building and building and getting bigger. It's taken us a long time for our query school to get to 400 kids and we had to limit it at 400 um, because it was just getting out of control. We've now got that under control thanks to all of our sponsors here. We have 38 children sponsored and that sponsorship pays all the school costs that that for all the kids that can't afford to pay. It helps pay for their schooling but also a lot more. Um, So that's great. Um... Okay, we'll move on. The next place was Pastor Emma's. He's the other guy in the same area who, again, has a church and a school. So I think they're all just pictures, these ones. This is Keith getting another rooster. He's a lucky man. This um, Pastor Emma, he um, sent us a message, and he also said when we were there, he was so excited that we went to his house, again, a little mud brick house, and he said that you're, this is the first time in, in the history of my family and all my ancestors that a white man has lived come into our house. So we're the first white men in his house. Was <laughs> hilarious. That's his family. That's him at his church. He's only got a, just a small church at the moment that he's renting. Um, but he's another guy that we're trying to help. So we've got a few now. We, we, again, we've got our school in Gwerry under control, thanks to all of our sponsors. Uh, Ruben's school has is, is got a great building, so they've got a really good head start now. We still have Elias and Emmas that we need to try and help there. Elias's land, we own. he actually generously gave us the land that his school's built on was in his name and he transferred it into Ignite Life's name for no cost to show his commitment to that community. And he said as long as it's going to be done, used for a school, he was happy to do that. So he's an amazing guy. So those guys are the ones we want to help next. Um, what else will I go to? Maybe just go to the next one. So this is just a picture of the Sunday service in Gwerry, uh in Fort Portal. Near Fort Portal. Oh, the next one's Jesus Super Dancers. This is good.
2: Hear this, hear this, hear this, hear this.
0: Probably do. Thanks, Ryan. I suppose the guy, the the child who's right on that side, um, is Solomon, who's deaf. So he's doing a pretty good job dancing, eh? Um, Yeah, obviously he hears the beat or can feel the beat, and um, you wouldn't pick it otherwise. The little little Michael Adonai, the little fella, I think he might be three or four. I mean, he's pretty phenomenal for his age. But and don't forget, this is in a sort of village. A village church, so they're doing pretty good. Um, lots of fun. That was the Sunday service we went to, and the next picture I think is just uh, all of these pastors we ordained when we were there. Um, the two on this, the two on this end, Alice and um, John. There, that's Bishop John. They just had never got a certificate, so we decided to give them a certificate. The other three, the other four, or other three there, um, Pastor Martin, Pastor Paul's a little fella, and then Pastor Ruben, um, they've been Ignite Life pastors running their churches for two years, and once they've done two years and everything's going well, we then ordain them as a full-on Ignite Life pastor. That actually works really well, because when we were over there, there was one pastor that we had to step down. Um, just because of misconduct, his misconduct, um, he hadn't yet been ordained. So that had happened in the first. Year, he's actually in his first year of being an ignite pastor. So it just protects the ignite life name, and it protects um, what we are trying to achieve over there by having a system in place.